You're listening to a CanadianMovieCrew.com production. Wanda and Vision. Oh, we have five pets. This is our home now. I want us to fit in. Am I dead? No. Why would you think that? Because you are. We are an unusual couple, you know. Oh, I don't think that was ever in question. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Home Screen. I'm Derek. Of course, with me is Mean Mark. Hello, everybody. Uh, today we're taking a look at WandaVision episode five. I believe it's called "Now in Color." Uh, no, it's called uh, a. Wait, what was it called? Again? Oh, a, a, <laughs> a, a very special episode. A very special episode. Yes, a very special episode, which uh, originally dropped on Disney Plus February the fifth, two thousand twenty-one. And, uh, well, let's go here. This is, um, Mark, this is the first one after the big reveal episode. Yes. Um, so what'd you make, what'd you make of this one? Ah, I loved it. It was so cool. Like we're starting to now get the bigger picture pun intended. Okay. With yes, there was a lot, there was a lot revealed here, um, that I think is really, uh, we're now kind of going along with vision and discovering not just that things are wrong, because we already knew that, but like what is going wrong specifically. And I, I think that's really helpful. So. Okay. And then, and then some. And then some. We get, like, we're starting to get answers. And, but not too many. Are, like it's are not, we? Here's the entire plot. Are we getting answers? I, I don't think I got anything new out of this episode, other than the okay. big reveal at the end. But yeah, we'll get there. But we'll get there. Um, okay. Yeah. Com- we'll let, I, I will. I'll, I'll let you know what I gleaned then, and see if maybe I'm off kilter. Well, it, because for me it was more. I think it was. I think it was too much in one episode. Um, mm. I got to be honest. I didn't. I didn't enjoy this one as much as I have the others. Um, and I think it was because they did too much, if you know what I mean. Um, I think, I think I know what you mean, but I think after the first couple of episodes where it was for, at least for some people, not enough, not, I'm not one of those. Yeah, people, no, but. I, and I get that. Um, but for me, it was just, I don't, it, it was too much in a very small amount of time. And a lot of We've recap. We've now crossed... A lot of recap in the middle of it. Uh, yeah, like the Agent Wu's recap of who Wanda is. It's like, if you don't know... Uh, every time... Yeah. Every time the show ends... Every time the show ends, Disney Plus recommends watching Age of Ultron. No shit. <laughs> so if you don't if know you, who Wanda is, but if you're maybe you should click on that suggestion. <laughs> if you're watching WandaVision and you haven't seen Age of Ultron, what are you doing? Like it's it's true. You're Disneying wrong. Okay, <laughs> you need a marvelous friend who yeah. can help you along the way. You're you're marveling wrong. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's get into it because we opened the episode with uh, it's the '80s. It's obviously family yes. ties. Yes. Family ties, growing pains, uh, you know, yeah, all, all early eighties, um, early eighties. We're talking Michael J. Fox episodes here. Yeah, we're um, not we're not quite at which uh, at um, Full House yet. Which no, 
No, we're not quite full awesome house. We're we not quite. There. We're not quite Family Matters yet. We're not quite uh, TGIF Fridays, that kind of thing. We're still. I. We're still like. I, uh, I, we're still like Cosby Show, bad sweaters, um, high waisted pants, um, high waisted pants. You know, pleated pants, that kind of thing. Uh, big hair, so. Yeah, huge hair. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and they're trying to get the babies, the twins, to sleep. And they can't. They're crying. And then this is where the first thing happens. Agnes comes over. and Just when they need help. Yeah, and Vision notices. He's never noticed before. So it's kind of out of the blue that he takes notice of this. Mm-hmm. Don't you think? Uh, I I do. Um, I think his character, and he tells us why towards the end. Uh, more kind of he gives it kind of gives us a hint as to why he he is the way he is. Um, it's because he can't remember anything before Westview, the vision that right. we knew starting in Age of Ultron would have figured this out quite a while ago, but to him, it's all new. This is all new input for his program. And he was going along with it, but now it's been long enough. I guess he's starting to question, which I think is interesting. I think it's interesting. I just think it was very sudden. I guess that was my issue. Well, it, it was very sudden. Well, actually, actually that's not true because in the last episode, I think it was the last episode. No, not sorry. the The second, uh, the third episode, when he was outside and and his neighbor Herb was cutting the bushes and cutting into the the actual wall, like yep. the stone wall. Then he, I think that was his revelatory moment. Like things aren't exactly spot on here. He questioned that, and in fact, actually, he has been questioning things. But Wanda, up until now, has been rewinding him. And that's the my other thing, because she comes in and she offers to hold the babies, and he's like, "Nah, maybe we don't." And then Agnes breaks character. Yes. Why? Okay, that's what we're getting to. Sorry, I probably shouldn't clap into my mic. (laughs) That's why. Why? Why? Why why does she break character? Well, let's let's put it this way. What if Agnes isn't a, a regular denizen of Westview? This is what what has been rumored. She is possibly magic herself. Okay. Uh, that character that we I think we talked about, Agatha Harkness. Right. Shortened to Agnes. Right. If she's if she is responsible for this, or at least partially. For starting Wanda down this path, and and we'll get to like this, all the stuff they talk about at the end. Really, after the credits is the most important stuff. Right. It explains why Agatha, or uh, sorry, Agnes was against Geraldine because she didn't belong. Why she's showing up just when they need her to help help them along. Uh, why you know she's got the husband we never see because she knows she has to have one, but isn't you know isn't going to bother be being tied down to one right and is just being yeah just trying to be everything to this couple okay she what whatever wanda is doing she wants it to happen and i think i firmly believe 
she's an active participant, if not the catalyst for everything that's happening. Sure. But then why did we see it? That's my question. Because it caught Wanda off guard. But can't Wanda... She's done it before. If she chooses to. Or if she chooses to, but then what... If Wanda, she didn't choose to. If, if, but if Wanda wants to preserve this, and she's done it before, where Vision's like, um, excuse me, what the fuck's going on here? Okay, snap, and then it's back to, yeah. oh, hey, everything's happy again. Why not do that again? Because I think what we're, the second thing we're seeing is that Wanda is starting to lose control a okay. little bit. Things are breaking down. Her, all systems break down. Hers is breaking down. She's getting interference from the outside. I think because you know, Ag- I th- because I think Ag- Agatha uh, uh, or Agnes is pushing her somehow, uh, because she doesn't even know how this all started, but she knows she's doing it. I think that it's starting, and because I mean, the well, exertion I, to I think to do she all knows of how this it started. I think I, I think one is very aware of how it started because we see how this started. So you think you're saying that what she said at the end was a lie? What did she say? Part of it? She said, I don't know how this all started. You think she was lying to Vision? I thought Vision said that. No, no, no. She said, well, he he said, I can't remember anything before Westview. She is trying to explain it away and saying, I don't know how this all started. But everything I'm doing, I don't know if that's the exact. I just watched the episode, so I might be misquoting the order of some of the lines, but I know, I, I know, because I, that one caught me. I was like, oh my God, because I was, for me, saying like, okay, it's possible that Agnes is is the catalyst for this. That That's what gave me a big, big guess. Yes, I do think she's lying, actually. I do think she's lying, because she says right before that, you know, do you think that I'm actually controlling everyone and getting them to their dentist appointment and walking their dogs and this and that? I don't even know how any of this got here. No, I think she's absolutely lying, because I think she is controlling everybody. We know that she's controlling everybody. Because of what uh, Agent Rambeau says, I guess. Or Captain Rambeau. Because of everything that we've seen in this, because everything that we... (laughs) When Vision uh, mind melds uh, his co-worker... And apparently he mind mails Norm or whatever. He wants to go to his family. Was that Norm? Is that his coworker? Norm, yeah. Okay. Um, he 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 basically undoes the spell himself because he has that power uh, magically. Um, and he says, you know, I, I miss my family. I want to go home. She's taking a hold of me. It hurts and blah, blah, blah. And then he, he puts her back because he has that power apparently, um, which is odd to me. But um, Admittedly. And then she says, at, at the end of the show, she says, you know, do you think that I'm controlling everybody? Do you think that, you know, I control everything that goes on? Do you think that I'm the one that takes people to the dentist and walks their dogs? Yes, we know that you do. We've seen that in this episode. Ergo, yes. And then immediately after that, she goes, I don't even know how we got here. That could be another lie. And I think... I suppose you're right. I mean, based on... Based on the uh, on on what we heard about um, or what we saw from the sword files about her busting into get the remains of Vision. Yeah, she uh, yeah she busted right into their facility and took it. And <laughs> earlier on, when the dog dies, you know the kids say, "Mommy, mommy, bring him back," and she says, "No, I can't." 
even though that's exactly what she just did to Vision, I think she's trying to get her headspace back into control mode because, like you said, she was losing. Excuse me, she was losing control. Yeah, I. Okay, and and you you might be right. She might be lying to Vision to try and keep the the whole this whole to keep uh, to dream. keep yeah to keep the dream alive, essentially. Yeah, but. I still think Agnes is outside of it now. Oh, probably. I think. Yeah. No, you're yeah. right. I, oh, absolutely. I think. Now, otherwise, she's like, "Do you want me to take that again?" Like, she's an actor now. She's not an unwilling participant. She's yeah. a willing participant. So, she and yeah, she's different than all of the neighbors and everybody. The coworkers, everybody is all mind controlled. Yeah. But she's not. So, if she's not this Agatha Harkness, she's some sort of magic user. Maybe. And you know what? I could be wrong about her being the catalyst, but it's possible she was drawn to this because of the immense power that's being exerted here. I think and it was... So, and so she's in, you know. We we yeah. could get an episode from her point of view, and I hope we do. Well, I, think we, I think we probably have to at that point. Um, yeah, like towards... It might be the second last episode, but, you know. Yeah. Um, I, I, I'm still a believer that Agatha is using... Wanda, Wanda for her powers. Well, yeah, and here's the thing, and and one thing why I might still be don't doing, know, but maybe the kids. I think it's the multiverse. Well, and that goes to the end. Yes, that goes to the end. Uh, so, um, but, but before before we get there. before we get there, let's talk about the kids because the kids, yeah, grow themselves. They age themselves from babies to five year olds to ten year olds in this episode. Yeah. Um, because they have that power. <laughs> um, apparently, they are not identical twins. No, blatantly. Yeah, I guess that probably just goes into saving Marvel money so that they don't have to duplicate someone in the future <laughs> for future movies when they grow up and become superheroes <laughs> themselves. Yeah, so they exactly. can hire two different actors for a lower budget than it would for a CGI person to come in and make two of them. Or hire twins all the or time. Or hire twins all the time, yeah. Um, <laughs> well, that, she, I mean, that I found she, funny when and, I saw them. No, but her and, her and Pietro aren't identical. So, Sure. Sure. And, and that's perfectly fine and perfectly reasonable. Yeah. I'm just going for the more logical reason here. So Marvel can hire two different actors to play two different roles. Yeah, yeah you're outside of the hex. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the hex is now what we call the bubble. Thank you, Kat Dennings. Yeah. She can go sure away. You love that. She can go away any fucking time. Yeah, what, we have Monica now. That was her she whole do everything. Con- Yeah, that was her whole contribution to this to this episode was it's now I'm calling it the hex. And then Monica called it the hex. Hey, hey you called it the hex. Okay. Pie face out of here. You're done. Get out. <laughs> well, yeah, it, it seems that Monica is just an uh, as a uh, an accomplished uh, physicist or whatever. Yeah. As Darcy. Yeah. Um, do you think they're going to build a suit? They're going to build a suit? Yeah, they're talking about having a mobile bunker. Right, that, that's it's it's uh, and and this one I, I I couldn't quite catch, but it was we needed to have this to because of this radiation and that right. because of that. 
so she could go in and not get get uh, mind controlled. It's like, and what what Marvel universe has mobile tanks like that? Oh, I don't know. Maybe the Iron Man. <laughs> well, yeah, that's the Marvel universe, but yeah. How about the MCU, the yeah, War well, Machine yeah, is still around. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, well, that's, that's where we are, Mark. It's not, <laughs> yeah, no, no, I'm just saying. Part of it, but I'm just saying it's like, well, we want to build a mobile a mobile bunker. It's like, well, all right, well, there's this superhero that we all know that yeah <laughs> that that kind of did that for a while. You know, <laughs> yeah, you know, he's dead, but no, but he left a bunch. Sure. And I'm sure it would inspire the ideas like it did for Justin Hammer and all the others. That right. To... Coming um, up on Armor Wars. But anyway. Yeah, do the kids play any role here? Well, one thing I liked is that they did age him up to 10 so that way they could have the quote-unquote, the heartfelt lesson of the show, you right. know what I mean, of the sitcom, which you always needed was that, like, you don't get just the laughs. There's always had to be, always had to be a lesson. Yeah. Especially in the eighties, we grow. It, it was the yeah. point in the show where the adult uh, uh, either knelt down or squatted down to be at the kid's eye level and gave them the real yeah. life lesson of the day, yeah. which she sat, does. Sat in this down, one. And, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Hey, buddy, you know that old uh, that old like lightly fist on the chin push. Yeah. Hey, chum, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and you get that even Vision just pulls the boys in. Oh, boys! You know we lost your dog. Yeah, <laughs> like the dog you had for one day. <laughs> and then, well, for them, that's an eternity. Yeah, practically. Um, like they're aging worse than dog years. Uh, the exact opposite of dog years, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I do like uh, uh, Agent Wu's joke. It's like, oh, there'll be empty nesters by dinner, you know, at this rate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that was another thing I found when they were talking outside in the um, with the army there. And the general, is it general? Commissioner? Director. director. He's a director. Okay. So he's like white Nick Fury. Right. Who was originally white. But anyway, that's not neither here nor there. So... When the director, he's going through the thing, he's like, oh, let me get this straight. Uh, she's a terrorist. And she's like, she's not a terrorist. Well, she blah, blah, blah. And then she, uh, her bunker was uh, blown up by a thing from Tony Stark. It basically re recounts the entire thing from Age of Ultron. And then they're like, uh, oh, but she attacked the Avengers. No, but then, and then somebody pipes up and it's like, yeah, until they, until Jimmy, she. That was woo. Yeah, uh, until, until she gained their trust. And became one, and then became one. He's like, "Yeah, blah blah blah." This, and she's trying to. He's trying to make a point that he, that she's bad. And they're trying to prove. That well, she's then she good. He, he brings up Lagos in in uh, in Africa, and, where and Sokovia. the civil war. Yeah, civil. Well, no, it wasn't Sokovia. This was in Africa. No, I when know. They were chasing crossbones. Yeah, yeah. Which when yeah. So when they were chasing him in Africa, and that building blew up, that's what started. The Civil War and the Sokovia Accords, and then, but also was the subject of a commercial, wiping away the mess. Yes, that she caused in Lagos. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then he says something. So, he's like, "What? So she doesn't have like a weird name? Like everyone has a weird name?" They're like, "Nope." I'm like, mm, "She does." She never called Scarlet Witch in the MCU? Not once. No, Not she, the MCU. She is called Witch. 
Yes. Someone calls her witch, but not the... Because Tony Stark refers to her when he was in the Hulkbuster. He's like, that witch is messing with your brain. Yep. She's never That's once called a Scarlet Witch. Not once. I was, I was honestly, when she came out of the hex, I was waiting for the director to call, or somebody to give her that name. Okay. Agent Wu, Darcy, somebody. I was waiting for it. Right. But we're not there yet. Okay. Well, we're getting there. Um, and then they find out that... So... She's uh, so uh, we've had a few more instances of like Agnes showing up, like when they find that when when the dog arrives, she shows up with a dog house. Yes, just like that, and it again it's triggering Vision to start to question how just how damn convenient this is getting. Right, and I mean there was instances where Agnes was showing up, but Vision didn't see it. Like uh, I remember in the first or second episode when the boss was coming over for dinner. Yeah. And Vision is in the living room entertaining the, the, the boss and his wife. She's in the kitchen. Agnes shows up just when she needs her to, with, with dinner and, and help. Yes. You know what I mean? So this has been happening. Just now Vision's starting. Uh, he, wasn't, he hasn't seen all of it. But now that he's seeing more of it, he's starting to catch on that this is way too convenient. Right. But it's almost like Wanda knows. Because when she breaks character at the beginning, she's Wanda's not surprised, or Wanda doesn't seem. Like yeah, she, she seems to, hand waves it. Yeah, she, well, she's she's hand waving it to Vision, like she's not. Um, she's trying to cover for Agnes mm. in front of Vision. So, like, obviously, she knows. So obviously she knows who Agnes is, who Agnes really is, regardless of who she is. Maybe maybe uh, Agnes isn't the antagonist, but maybe a willing partner, maybe That's what I mean. So you're saying that they're like she like they're actively working together. I think so, yeah. Maybe and that could explain if they had two powers combined, possibly why she's able to have this exponential increase in power that she hasn't i mean they show they they shouted out in this episode it's way more power power than she's ever exerted before right and that's why i mean it's agnes using wanda and wanda using agnes no i think wanda i think agnes agnes is giving wanda what she wants in order for wanda to allow her to use her that makes sense. right but if wanda if wanda knows about agnes she's using agnes almost as much to just she's fine she wants the facade she wants the happy home yeah. life and if agnes is a means to that end so be it that's what i'm saying sure so she's using agnes to get what she wants yeah but I don't, as a willing participant yeah. right I just, I, I just don't see that as using agnes i think it's just more of a, a handshake well, it's, it's deal like with agnes. a What's well, it? Yeah, but it's a symbiotic relationship. They both get something out of the. Deal. I, I think it is a symbiotic relationship to a point, and I think Agnes has ulterior motives. Well, th- but as far as Wanda knows, she's getting yeah. what she wants through Agnes. That's all I'm saying. Yes, yeah. is, is, yeah. There's there's that give and take, and and she doesn't at this point anyway. Maybe she knows what 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 Agnes wants, but it doesn't matter as long as she gets what she wants. Yeah. 
she might not care because like in this episode she also when she leaves the hex is turning a blind like reality sucks she tells vision like what's out there i i you don't want to know you yeah it's nothing good you know what i mean and she leaves the hex to be like listen i've got everything i want leave me the fuck alone so she's quite aware well, of what she's doing i guess and when she tells vision you don't you, you don't want to know what's out there i assume that yeah. means if you leave the hex you'll die it might revert back to yeah his disassembled form yeah it's possible so that's, that she's only keeping him together in the hex yeah and she's only able to keep him together in the hex yeah because um, i mean she doesn't have the technical know-how to really rebuild no this advanced machine no no she, the, she the only know two what wire goes where the only three people in the world that could possibly do that one is dead two is yeah. a hulk and three is yeah. three is now black panther yeah because not even dr cho would know no yeah she's Oh, and sorry, the fourth one is also dead, which would be Ultron. He oh, he would probably Ultron, have sure, to know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> sure. But, you know, so... Go. Get. Yeah, we know, and we know the Hulk's not helping out. He's... Especially if that was Vision's last living will. That was a nice little detail. Yeah, the fact that Vision had a will. Yeah. A little odd. No, he, no, he was he was he uh, he was very smart that guy. So I guess you know, I don't want to fall in the wrong hands. So, well, I mean, he saw what happened with Ultron. So, yeah, the thought of becoming the next Ultron would have been disgusting to him. True. In as much as he could feel disgust, but <laughs> yeah. So, I guess the only big thing left is the big reveal at the end, isn't it? Well, I mean, we see Vision actually start talking to her, and this goes to the idea that that really she's keeping him together. I think there's a part that part of it, like because the Mind Stone isn't there, that it is possible that it, it there's a part of her that's replacing that. You know it's what I mean? Her so magic, he, yeah. He, he's yeah, but I mean, also they're like mentally, I don't know. I know what I'm trying to say. I'm just not sure if I'm saying it right. But the idea that like she is mentally kind of filling the gap for the Mind Stone, whatever part that played in his makeup. I mean, although Shuri was on her way to being able to remove it and keep him him. Right. So she's magically replicating that. But at the same time, he's now speaking out and speaking up differently than he ever has. And right. that gets called out as well, which I thought was interesting. He's He's actually showing his frustration at not knowing who he is. Like, you know, she says you're the you're the my husband and the father to my my kids or our kids, but I mean, what does that mean to him if he has no memory prior like he doesn't remember their courtship and yeah. them meeting and anything. Well that goes all the way back to the first episode where they said, you know, where did you get married? How did you meet? And they don't know. They, yeah. They don't know. Um yeah, and he freaks out at the end. And they're still arguing, and they're still fighting. The credits roll. This is after the credits, yeah. And they're, Oh, yeah, after the credits, yeah, yeah. And uh, doorbell rings. And the cat meows. But the doorbell rings. <laughs> uh, the doorbell rings, and 
it's Quicksilver. Not just any Quicksilver. But that's the one thing that I didn't get on the first watch. It wasn't until I watched a review later and they said, oh, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, the fuck does that mean? Well, I'm like, oh, that, okay. Th- that explains Darcy's line where she's like, she recast her brother? Who says that? Darcy. That's probably why you didn't hear it. Because Darcy oh, said it. Yeah. When did she say that? So oh, yeah. When she opens the door, she's looking she, at yeah, she's watching, and when they show his face, yeah, it's it's her. She they cut back to Darcy, and she's like, she recast her brother, and right, it's Evan Peters who played, yeah, who it's, played Quicksilver. It's in the, the X Men version X-Men of Quicksilver. Uni- yeah, that's right in the X Men universe. Yeah, exactly. So, see, the the one reason I didn't notice that is because Quicksilver in the MC in the, in, in the MCU only lasts one movie. And not even, it, it, not even, not even. He's like in there for maybe, maybe half of the movie because he's in from the, at the end of the first quarter to the beginning of the last quarter. You know what I mean? So that's that middle half. Um, yeah, the, his introduction is literally in a flash, and he's and they're gone. Yeah, and that's it, right? And, and then, you, and then when we actually get to talk to him, yeah. And I hated the X Men movies, so <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> you know, even you know, even though his scenes were probably the most memorable the quicksilver scenes um, yeah yeah i still hated the movie so it's not like i went back and rewatched them right so the time in a bottle and the music and the, yeah. yeah so um yeah when he showed up i was just like what they're introducing her brother into this why then i realized oh after afterwards when i was watching the review i was like oh right this is introducing the the multiverse Yes. But okay. But within the realm of the show, why is he there? So in the, within the realm of the show, the the twins bring up, you know, did you have a brother, right? And this is not the first time. Geraldine asked about, you know, oh, your brother was killed by Ultron, wasn't he? Yeah. And, right, and so Pietro keeps coming up. And now... To the point where now it's been manifest. Now here's here's my one of my crazy theories. This might be what Agatha wants is a a doorway to the multiverse, something maybe that she hasn't been able to achieve herself. Okay. And so with Wanda having reality warping powers, this could be what she's getting out of it is a gateway to leave and go to a different universe, a different Earth, possibly. And now, and this is how. It's happening. Now we're seeing Wanda possibly pulling this Quicksilver from the X-Men universe into our own, meaning that Agatha or or Agnes can go out. Okay, but why? Well, that remains to be seen. But I think or how can or how can Wanda create a portal to another universe? This is what we're seeing though. She's bending reality. So either she's creating a universe where Quicksilver is there, but if, if if that was the case, why wouldn't it have been the same actor, right? She would have brought back the brother she knew, right? not this other guy. So that's what leads me to believe that it's not a recast, such as Darcy said, but it is a multiverse thing. He's been pulled from another Earth. But how? Her magic going across the multiverse, reaching out and grabbing him. Okay, 
But how? She's never been able to do that before. She's never been that powerful. No, and neither has she. She hasn't been able to do a lot of the things that she's doing now. But with her and Agatha together, that could be Agnes's endgame. Is that oh, I couldn't do it alone. Wanda couldn't do it alone. But together, we might be able to do this. Right. Right. It's it's that type of power that we see in Doctor Strange. They have that. But, you know, Agatha and Wanda don't have that. But maybe together they can get that. That's a guess. It's it's just mm. a guess. This would, ex- I mean, why else would she want to go to these? Why would Agatha want to go to these extremes, right? What does she want out of it? And now if we see this possibility of the multiverse, maybe that's what she was going for. She wants to leave. She wants to go somewhere else and she needs Wanda to make it happen. Why? Well... We don't know that yet, but we might have a what now. What does she want? So I know that Wanda appears in the Multiverse of Madness, the new Doctor Strange movie. And I know Doctor Strange, mm-hmm. I've heard, is slated to appear in WandaVision. I would love that. So then my question then becomes, is Agatha or Agnes the baddie for the Doctor Strange movie? Well, it's it's knowledge like that that's also making me believe that this is what she wants is to open a door to the the multiverse, and it's possible that they achieve that by the end, and now Doctor Strange and Wanda have to find a way to close it, and they get into the multiverse. Maybe they're going to chase Agnes across the multiverse. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's possible that this kicks off that movie, and yeah. it's and that's another reason for my theory. It's like okay, well now she's dragging Pietro from another Earth in. So, and we know Multiverse of Madness is coming. What if this is all leading up to kick that, kickstart that with Agatha, Wanda, you know, Doctor Strange, and maybe Wong? Probably Wong. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> hmm. Okay. Well, not much more we can say about that until we find out more information. Yeah, but I'm excited. I'm excited now to see how... how Evan Peters melds into the MCU. Does he stay? Does he have to go back? Does he? Sure, you know what I mean, sure, will be fine. Do we have Quicksilver again? And well, obviously we do. No, but does now, he get to stay? Yeah. Now the twins, that, you know I mean? the twins haven't. The twins haven't exhibited any powers yet. Aside from the spontaneous aging. Aside from the spontaneous aging, but we don't know if that's Agatha or not. That could be Agatha. Yep. Yeah, because so, she was unfazed by it all, so she knows it's happening. Yeah. So it's possible, again, it's that whole idea of, like, just what they need. So they're babies and they don't stop crying. Well, let's age them up five years where they're not doing that anymore. Yeah. You know, and, and Agatha's there for both times, I think, they age up. She's there for... The first one, at least. The first one, not for the second one, because she comes in with the doghouse. Oh, that's right. That's right. But again, unfazed at seeing 10-year-olds where five-year-olds once were. Yeah, and that was another thing that Vision thought was weird is that Wanda was using her magic right in front of Agnes. Yes. She didn't even flinch. No. Um, the only other thing in this movie that I thought that, that they referenced was, and it kind of goes back to something that was cut out of a previous episode of ours. We discussed, we had a topic of, did the Avengers let the world know what happened 
at the end of Infinity War. Did the Avengers tell the world that they that they essentially fucked up and they're the reason that everyone got dusted? But they what we do know in this universe that the Avengers told everybody what happened at Endgame. In detail. In detail because it's I think it's Kat Dennings and, and Wu that are talking about how um, Wanda may have been able to defeat Thanos until he rained fire. It's yeah, Monica's there too, so the three of them are talking about that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's like, like that is hmm. extreme detail that not even all the Avengers saw. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, hmm. Did you watch Endgame? Is that <laughs> Did you <laughs> did you see Endgame? Were there cameras around somewhere? Okay. I just imagine there's a bunch of sword agents like in a in a, in a hover jet that were just kind of like with popcorn and be like, well, what the fuck are we going to do? These guys are practically gods, you know what I mean? Like, pew, 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 we're going to shoot our, our, our 45, you know? Yeah, what were they just, pistol? were they just firing off bullets just hoping to hit something? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> just, just aim in that general direction because that's where the bad guys seem to be coming from, yeah. where the, all the Avengers are running to, so... Past the, uh, can you put some more butter on that? Thanks. Anyway, pew, 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 you know. <laughs> but kind of going back to that conversation, and maybe we'll find a way to post this, but, you know, so they didn't tell anybody about <laughs> Infinity War, but they did go into great detail about what happened during Endgame. It's like, we won, and here's how, in great detail. But, but uh, wait, wait, wait! You're saying that you're saying that they 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 edited like was it to the history's written by the victors exactly? And so so <laughs> Thanos came Thanos came and dusted everybody. Yes, uh, which they absolutely had no opportunity to stop, apparently. But when he yeah. returned for no reason, yeah. Oh boy, did we show him and we punched him <laughs> and we you know and we kicked him and we yeah. hit him with hammers. And, yes. <laughs> And boy, and Scarlet Witch MVP, you know. <laughs> well, every, everybody knows. Everybody in the world knows that Vision is dead. Everyone knows that uh, Tony Stark is dead, because we see that yeah. at the beginning of Far From Home. Yes. Right? Oh yeah, murals on walls. Murals on every, walls around the world. You know the around uh, the world. The school yeah. does that tribute uh, in in memoriam video at the beginning of Far mm-hmm. From Home. Actually, I think that's how it starts. Aside from his um, Civil War video, but. Yeah. His little blog that he can't release to anybody. Um, well, I guess now he could, since everybody knows he's Peter Parker. That's uh, that's how Homecoming starts. Is his video blog? Oh, is that is that how Homecoming with, starts? With Ger- okay. Yeah, with Germany. I got I got uh, confused. Yeah. So far from home starts with the memorial. The immemorium. It's the school yeah. video. Yeah, we start on the the two. Uh, and I think one of the reporters, it's like all of a sudden he's aged up and he's like. He's five years older all of a sudden? No, like, th- th- those two were dusted because they stay the same age. Because I watched those movies back-to-back recently, so they stay the same age. Oh, okay. So, oh, good watch. <laughs> I know about that. <laughs> well, I got bored of all the other ones that I was watching. Um, I watched Big the other day. so Ah. Um, yeah, there's some questions in that. Anyway, never mind. Sorry. Yeah. Maybe stay tuned. Um, so yeah, I know that's what I was thinking. <laughs> so that's yeah, that's and then yeah, so that's what I mean. It's like they they didn't take the, the responsibility for Infinity War, but maybe they did brag a little bit too much about Endgame. Um, you know, oh man, it was so cool, <laughs> and then the 
fucking Captain America was there. And he's like, I could do this all day. And all of a sudden, Falcon comes on the radio on your left. And all these portals open. And everyone walks through. And then we won. Yay. And, and he said, Avengers Assemble. But he said it really quiet and cool. like, But like, it's like I was there. You know? <laughs> yeah. He whispered. He yelled Avengers. And then he like whisper talked at Assemble. But we all heard him because we all have that magical uh, earplug that allows us to talk to each other, even though it's plainly obvious that we don't have anything in our ears. And then <laughs> we have a cochlear implant that's constantly on. It's constantly <laughs> on and always stays in the state and never loses battery because the, and because this is five years later and now they still have it. And even across the universe, they can still hear each other for fuck's sakes. Cap, but anyway. Cap, or Falcon, Falcon, excuse, Falcon. Falcon, touch your ear, please. We don't need to hear you pee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What is with those things? Sometimes you have to touch the ear. Sometimes you just have to have your hand next to your ear. Sometimes you don't need to have your hand near your ear at all. You get it. Yeah. You just. What do you mean? No, no. You get it. <laughs> you just get it. It's that's just. Whatever the Welcome movie to needs it books. to be. Okay. Welcome to comic Welcome books. Welcome to yeah. comic books. There you go. There you <laughs> Thank go. you. Finally, Jeepers, you caught up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I've been waiting for this for like 10 years. Oh, <laughs> now the penny drops. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that's going to uh, do it for uh, WandaVision's uh, Season 1, Episode 5. I'm Derek, guys. Thanks very much for listening. And I'm Mean Mark. Stay tuned. <laughs>